0: Welcome to the podcast, Creating the Life You Want, a monthly podcast discussing different components and topics of designing, manifesting, and building the happy, healthy, purposeful life of your dreams. Hosted by Dr. Sonia M. Kelly, licensed clinical psychologist, author, spiritual healer, and founder of Golden Temple Meditations in Cotati, California. Each month, Dr. Kelly will interview a guest on how they have created the life they want, engage in conversations with guests on a particular topic related to living one's dream life, or share her knowledge, insights, and personal experiences surrounding a particular component of a consciously designed life. Dr. Kelly can be reached via her website, www.GoldenTempleMeditations.com or by email at GoldenTempleMeditations at gmail.com.
1: If you don't have discipline, you're going to end up with 10 kids, be broke, and tired all the time. I can still hear her voice. My mother was quite the character. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Sonia Kelly. What my mother meant is that if you and your lover, all of your lovers, don't have discipline to put birth control in place every time you have a romantic encounter, Pregnancies happen automatically. While well, several children born to adults who have developed some patience, maturity, and financial assets are quite welcomed and needed to continue the human race. They are expensive and all-consuming. What my mother meant was if you want to go to college, have fun and adventures when you're young, and be able to afford to take your children on adventures Once you have a few, you have to plan for them and be disciplined enough to stick to your plan consistently. Because there were only two of us, my parents were able to afford to buy us cars when we turned 16 and completed our driver's education. Now, with those cars came responsibility. My older sister started chauffeuring me around and she got a job to help pay the expenses of her car. When I got my car years later, I ran the family errands, grocery shopped, and worked in the family business. Another example of family planning and discipline was when my mother took me with her on a spiritual retreat to Tahiti, Fiji, and Hawaii when I was only 11 years old. So, discipline is not boring and can be quite fun. I have friends who climbed Half Moon in California's Yosemite National Park. If you don't know what that is, Google images of climbing Half Dome in Yosemite. To do that, climb Half Dome, you have to have the discipline to exercise and hike consistently to be prepared. When you first look up the definition of discipline, you get things like the practice of training people To obey rules and code of behavior, using punishment to correct disobedience, with the example being a lack of proper parental and school discipline. Or, a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education, with the example being Sociology is a fairly new discipline. But as I dug deeper into the meaning, it morphed, changed into self-discipline, which the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defined as correction or regulation of oneself for the sake of improvement. Synonyms include continence, restraint, self-command, self-containment, self-control, self-government, self-mastery, self-possession, self-restraint, will, and willpower. Are you beginning to see how consciously fostering self-discipline could be beneficial throughout your life? But how do you develop or enhance your skills at being disciplined as an adult? with your kids. First, you have to accept that you are worth the effort. Yes, I said, accept. Some people feel they are not deserving, that they don't deserve the good things in life. One of my favorite phrases to say to those with low self-esteem is, God don't make junk. If you doubt that phrase, you basically are saying that you personally, in your current human form, knows more than God, the creator, the great I am, or whatever you call your divine being. So by doubting your own value, you are saying you are greater than the great I am. When you think about it that way, it is egotistical to not value yourself. So with that covered, how about some helpful hints on enhancing your self-discipline? I found this great article on the web by Zen Habits Breath called A Guide to Developing the Self-Esteem Habit. It talks about three basic types of motivation. One is realizing that being undisciplined is slowly destroying all aspects of your life, causing self-inflicted pain. Two is being disciplined allows you to get out of yourself And help others in a balanced way. There is nothing like the feeling you get from doing service for others. Hmm. And three, appreciating life and consistently enjoying the taste of the grapes or the wine that you just ingested or the feel of the wind on your skin or the sensation of holding your lover's hand. As you walk along the shore, the gratitude that you can walk. The article goes on to talk about the importance of taking small actions, of doing discomfort training, of interval training. I use that while we're formulating the outline for this podcast. I worked for 50 minutes and then did something physical for 10. I kept doing that until the podcast aired. That's how I studied in college as well, 50 minutes of studying and 10 minutes of doing something physical. The other ways of developing self-discipline were learning from your mistakes and your successes, getting support, and being mindful with your urges. Zen is big on mindful. Basically, if you are procrastinating about doing something that is good for you, or working on a goal you are trying to accomplish. You just sit for 10 minutes. No, I did not say watch TV, listen to music, or play on your smartphone. I said sit. You either work on the project or do nothing. Basically, you drive yourself nuts thinking about the project, and so you just do it. People like the results of discipline, but they don't like how it is achieved. One of my favorite examples of this is of a conscious dance called soul motion that I love to attend. People complain about having structure, but they like the results of the structure. It is a spiritual dance with a container. So you have to be on time or you won't get in. You have to keep your shirt on, both men and women, bringing extra shirts to change in if you sweat a lot. You have to be silent during the dance with minimum talking even when you leave the dance for Sweat dripping on the floor can lead to you slipping and twisting your ankle or cracking your tailbone. I know people where that happened to them. Being silent helps you get out of your head and into your heart and your body. It also teaches you to communicate with your body language. Holding out your hand to someone is an invitation for a couples or group dance. If that person does not take your hand and steps away, the answer was no. If someone approaches you about dancing together, you can cross your arms over your chest and step away. That helps you to get better at saying no and meaning it in all aspects of your life. Of course, taking the person's hand and whirling on the dance floor also helps you to get better at saying yes to the good things in life. So practicing the discipline of conscious dancing increases your ability to be disciplined, speak your truth, and mean it. So there is a related topic called self-empowerment meaning that you take charge of your own life. You become the expert on you. Know you have to keep learning and growing, as well as truly acknowledging when something isn't working for you and doing something different, as well as continuing to do what does work. Operation Meditation has this great internet article called 10 Ways to Achieve Self-Empowerment, which they detailed as Be aware. Number two, let go of the past, which therapists like myself are good at helping you process the past so that you can move more easily forward into your future and live your life now. Three, develop a new mindset. Four, don't worry about the future. Mind you, planning and preparing is not the same as worrying. Five, trust specific people and yourself. Six, recognize what you got. Seven, relax. Eight, be responsible. Nine, share your greatness. And 10, be truthful. So how do self-discipline and self-empowerment fit together? Self-discipline is to self-empowerment as a sapling is to a great oak tree or a radiator is to a running car. And self-empowerment is to freedom what rain and fertilizer are to a strong oak or the open road is to a car. You can't have or use the freedom well until you have the self-empowerment And you can't develop self empowerment until you have developed self discipline. So, have you figured out yet how self discipline fits in with creating the life you want? Stay tuned. You have been listening to Creating the Life You Want, a monthly podcast hosted by me, Dr. Sonia M. Kelly, psychologist, spiritual healer, author, and founder of Golden Temple Meditations. I am available for video or telehealth psychotherapy sessions, as well as seeing clients in person in my California offices. My audiobook, Meditative Visualizations, How Two Minutes a Day Can Change Your Life, is available for purchase on Amazon, iTunes, Audible, cdbaby.com, and at my website www.GoldenTempleMeditations.com I can be contacted via my email goldentemplemeditations.com. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and will join me for next month's installment.